0: When it comes to like exotic pets, how do do you feel about a chicken?
1: Helping you unwind after a long day of work. Why is there a chicken?
0: I saw at a local (laughs) place where like you can adopt pets. It's like, you know, you're looking to see like what they got dog wise and like, there's a chicken. This is
1: a dog, not
0: a chicken chickens don't look like dogs. Can a chicken be a pet? It feels like it'd be pretty easy to take care of.
1: The nightcap.
0: Who the hell would want a chicken for a pet? On WGR. This is day one, and I'm already (laughs) thinking about acquiring a chicken.
1: Sports Radio 550.
0: And now I've got a dog. His name is Finn. He is seven months old. Didn't get the chicken. Went the conventional route.
2: Named after Maxima Finneganoff, right? His
0: full name is Afinneganoff.
2: I, for some reason,
0: don't like that being, I, I loved the idea when it happened because I knew like we're never gonna call him a Finneganoff, off, but it's cool because he's my favorite athlete ever. For some reason, like my girlfriend will like say, well, his full name's actually a Finneganoff, off. Just to like strangers or like the trainer <laughs> or the vet, and I'm just be like, eh, don't say that. It's I don't cringy wanna, now. I, it's cringy. Yeah. It's still cool. But yeah, it's a little cringeworthy when it's being told to people. That I don't know. Like, oh my gosh, wow, you're a sports nerd, <laughs> basically, is the, the thought in my head. Like, I don't want... A little standoffish. Um, it's the Nightcap, Joe DiBiase, Brendan Keeney, our final show before the Bills draft tomorrow night, assuming they don't trade down, which they could. So maybe. Uh, well, no. Second round this Friday, so this is definitely the last time we'll talk yeah. to you before then. Either but way. Me and Nate Geary will be taking you through draft coverage tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday night. So you will hear more from me, and I'm fired up about the top of the draft. We'll talk some about the Bills because I have a new favorite idea for the Bills that might even outrank Rondell Moore, but the good news is I don't think there's any way the Bills are getting this guy at thirty, so I don't think I have to say I don't have to ch- deviate from Rondell Moore being my favorite idea. At 30.
2: Honestly, though, I cannot believe that you've been on the Rondell Moore train for two months, and the <laughs> day before the actual draft is well, when you're going to sell out. That is just well, incredible. The,
0: there is there is a, a, an Elijah Moore hype train that is roaring through the media right now. So about, one of
2: the Moors, one of just the get a more, more,
0: no matter what.
2: That's more no matter, more what. no
0: matter what. But I will do this now here because I don't want to spend all night on it. Elijah Moore, reading about him from Matt Harmon from Yahoo, who receptionperception.com. He charts success rate for wide receivers on their entire route tree, their success rate at slant routes, their success rate at hooks, at go routes, everything. And Elijah Moore, he has charted out as one of the best receiving, one of the best receiver prospects at separating in like the last five years. And to me, that screams a Brandon Bean wide receiver. Right. Just a guy that gets open, he separates. And more, not quite as much as Rondell Moore, does have a yards after the catch ability that I think outranks anybody else in the Bills receiving group in terms of his being able to make guys miss in open space. And having that breakaway speed at the same time. So Elijah Moore, if they were both sitting there on the board at 30, for the first time, you're right, in two months, if Rondell Moore and Elijah Moore were sitting there, I think I would take Elijah Moore. Maybe I'm getting swept up in the hype a little bit too much, but I don't think so.
2: I don't think you are. I think that regardless of your personal hype of Rondell Moore, Elijah Moore universally is recognized as a better NFL prospect than Rondell Moore. So I don't That's think right. you're being swept up in the hype. I think, and is, not... I think he's a viable candidate to be selected in the first round. And if he is there at 30, I would very much like to see the Bills take Elijah Moore.
0: Yeah, and and there's not the injury concerns that there are as, as right. much with, Rondale, with Elijah Moore that there is with Rondell Moore. Now, I don't think Elijah Moore is getting to them. That's possible, too. Jordan Reed from the Draft Network actually just tweeted a couple of minutes ago before we got going. He got asked, one player that you think will go higher than everybody is mocking? And he said, Elijah Moore. Right. Like, I mocked him in our WGR mock draft on Friday. I mocked him to the Titans at 21. And I'm starting to wonder if he even goes higher than that. I wonder if he breaks into the teens. You know, if if the receivers go
2: way early. Is there a chance he goes before Rashad Bateman?
0: I might want to predict he goes before Rashad Bateman. There you go. I might want to predict he's the fourth receiver off the board. Yeah. But that could be good for the Bills then if Bateman falls. If receivers start falling, I want them to pick a receiver. Right. So maybe it wouldn't be good for them. It would be good for me if receivers start falling. And Elijah Moore, yeah, the hype is it's off and running right now with him just because of his ability to separate. It is weird that it's happening like the couple of days before the draft with him, but I don't think he's going to make it to the Bills at 30. I don't know where else other than where, who did I just pick out? Indianapolis for them? Would Vegas do it at 17? Would Miami do it at 18? If they don't, they could go Penny Sewell at 6. If Sewell is there, I think it was Armando Salguero said today that they would flip... Forgive me. Who's their left tackle? Um, Austin Jackson. Austin Jackson. They said he said that they would flip Jackson to right tackle if Sewell was there at six. And if they
2: don't choose honestly, a honestly, I receiver, don't mind that for them because this is a deep receiver class. Right. This right. is a deep receiver class.
0: Would you rather have Sewell and Elijah Moore? Or would right. you rather have
2: Jalen Waddle and then a- what? Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa or whoever right. they're taking at eighteen? I think I would prefer. To protect, at least make it, make your evaluation of Tua as complete as possible. And if you were to draft Sewell, you have him and Jackson on your bookends, which I think would be a very, the, the makings of a very good offensive line. And then you get him that weapon at 18, whether it be Elijah Moore or Rashad Bateman or insert receiver X here at 18. I, I like that more I think than just getting one receiver for Tua, and then what a defensive player at 18. Maybe they get two receivers. I don't know. W- what about that? What if they took Jamar Chase and Elijah Moore? I would like that for them. They they can they need all the
0: weapons they can exactly. get exactly. They need so, them,
2: and uh, especially because they have they do not have guys that are good at separating. And right. this was a problem that Allen ran into. Early on in his tenure in Buffalo, is that all the receivers in Buffalo were guys who were big but couldn't get couldn't give him windows to throw into? You know, I'm talking about Kelvin Benjamin and Andre Holmes and that mold of receiver. And look at the about face the Bills organization took in getting guys like Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley. I wouldn't be surprised at all if that is a trend we see with other young quarterbacks maybe Miami goes that route and wants to find two guys who get open
0: you know what I misread it by the way it wasn't that Jackson would change from left tackle to right tackle for Miami okay it is Sewell has said that he can play and has trained for left tackle and right tackle right tackle and because Tua is a lefty then they would want Sewell on the right side right. to protect Tua's blind side. Because it would be side. his blind side. So right. it
2: would just be reversed for Tua, yes. Yeah.
0: That's what I had read earlier. So that let me correct sense. that. Um, but no, I like two receivers for them. And I think, I kind of hope it doesn't happen again because I want the receivers to get pushed down the board. If the Bills are staring there, stay, standing there at 30, and they are going to go best player available, and Rashad Bateman is on the board awesome. or Elijah Moore is on the board. Um, who else could get pushed down to them? I mean, Rondell Moore could, but I don't know if there's anybody else at thirty that would be worth that pick. Uh, Kadarius Tony that might be a little early for him.
2: I think it's early for both Tony and Rondell Moore.
0: But I, I like, I like how this is reading. Like, I like how this receiving class is shaping up um, for the Bills. So Elijah Moore is maybe my new favorite idea. But again, I don't really think there's much possibility. I don't think there's a great chance that he'll be sitting there for the bills at 30. So I could stick with my Rondell Moore, no matter what There you go. Uh, take going forward. Um, let's talk about the top of the draft though, because I do believe more important than what the bills do at 30 for the bills. The most important thing to happen to the Buffalo bills tomorrow night. I do not think will be the 30th pick in the draft. And same goes for the Miami dolphins. I think the most important thing is what does new England pull off? Are they able to get up and get Justin Fields? That's who Jeff Howe of the Athletics says that they're shooting for. They want Justin Fields. And they have the path to doing it. Denver today trades for Teddy Bridgewater. Now, my hope is that the Broncos are just being really savvy and that they spent just a six-round pick to get Teddy Bridgewater because they want to throw the Patriots off the scent. They want to tell New England, you don't got to come trade up. For Justin Fields, because we've got Bridgewater and Locke, we're all set. You're good. You don't have to come up to eight. You don't have to go to six, six, seven, or five or four. We're not. You're not. You shouldn't be worried about us. But really, they're just doing that as a tactic to sit there and get Justin Fields at nine without having to trade up themselves. That is galaxy brain thinking that I don't think the Broncos are capable of.
2: I think they're capable of it. Do you think you could convince an owner to take on Teddy Bridgewater's contract just to throw New England off the scent? Uh, n- 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 no. but <laughs> you know, three million dollars. It's not like they took the
0: whole 10 million. Yeah. Um, if they had taken the whole 10 million, I definitely would have discounted it. but maybe, you know, maybe they could have convinced them. because um, they could cut could they cut Bridgewater still and save the money? I have not looked extensively at look.
2: his contract status. But I, I'm still not
0: buying the Denver's out.
2: I oh, think it's less likely. Of course likely. not. Of I, think course it's less not. Likely. I definitely do not buy that they're out. Is yeah. it right? Like what you're saying. But
0: are they out on Are trading they trading up? up? Yes. And I, that I might want to say yes to. I might want to say they're out on trading up. And if they're out on trading up, and I think Carolina, kind of the same thing. Like, them getting Darnold, I don't think has to take them out of the quarterback race if there's one sitting there, Fields is sitting there for them at eight. But them trading for Darnold and spending three draft picks, a second, a fourth, and a sixth, that to me does take them out of the trading up game. So who's moving up in front of Carolina and Denver? Who is preventing New England from doing it? How does New England not get up? What is their path to getting Justin Fields like they want to do? Well, Atlanta is the team that Jeff Howe reported that they're having conversations with. Yeah. My hope is that Atlanta's price is so high that New England can't do it. They can't pull it off because that's what happened to Detroit. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, just connecting all these dots. Jeremy Fowler said today, Detroit tried to trade up to four, but they didn't do it because Atlanta's price tag was too high. My hope is their price is astronomical. Because they want Kyle Pitts or Fields, whoever they want it for. Like they, they just don't want to move. They want to sit there.
2: Cincinnati sounds like they wouldn't trade down either, right? Or at least they'd be less likely to. Cincinnati's in a great spot. You're either getting the best left tackle in the draft, or you're yeah. getting the best receiver. So. so
0: Cincinnati's probably not on the table. Right. And then the good thing for Bills fans in preventing New England from getting Justin Fields is six and seven. Both have some reason to not work with New England. There have been reports of bad blood between Detroit and Matt Patricia and that the Lions would not want to help Patricia out by getting Patricia, if you don't know, That's was the Lions head me. coach, now back as the defensive coordinator for New England. That's amazing to that me, crazy? and it's
2: almost unbelievable. Right. But,
0: yeah, so maybe that too much is being made of that. But I'm hoping for that this is true. Detroit won't help Patricia out. They will not trade down with New England. Miami is in the division. Miami holds holds all the leverage here in preventing New England from getting Justin Fields. And if I'm Miami, I would even go a step further. If I'm not sure about Detroit or Carolina or Denver, and I'm worried that the Patriots are ready to move, they're going to get in behind us and they're going to draft Justin Fields. I would see value if I'm the Dolphins, and I hope they see this this way, as a Bill, as looking at from the Bills' perspective. the Do- The Dolphins are like the secret agent, like on the inside, that I need to just blow everything up. You know, they could look at it and say, "How valuable is it to us in not letting that guy in this division, in keeping New England away from their next franchise quarterback, their potential next franchise quarterback? How valuable is that?" Because to me, if I'm Miami, I would very much be willing to move all the way down 19 and 20 to Washington and Chicago, who would both be in the quarterback market. I would be willing to move down that far, assuming you would get a lot of capital to do it, because of the added incentive of not letting the Patriots get Justin Fields.
2: If the Bills were currently slated to draft sixth, would you want the Bills to do that to prevent Yes. New England from getting so I think it's that important. 100%. If the,
0: if the Bills had traded for the Texans' first-round pick, then I would do it. Now, okay, can I make one caveat to that, actually? Make one, one caveat. caveat. My one caveat, maybe, I'd have to think about it, is if the board starts falling and Atlanta surprises everybody or Cincinnati picks Penny Sewell and somehow, someway, I'm sitting there at 6 and Kyle Pitts is still on the board. If Kyle Pitts is still sitting there on the board and on the Bills, then I think I got to think long and hard about sitting there and staying. But if I, otherwise, kind of what you said, like the in res- Miami should think this way too. The receiver class is so good, 19 and 20, 18 and 19. Sorry, would be the Dolphins' picks. I would be completely fine if I'm a Dolphins fan sitting there drafting Elijah Moore and Rashad Bateman. Like I would be okay with that if it also comes with New England doesn't get their guy. And they've got to settle for Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever they've got to do. Right. Like I just I would want to do almost anything to prevent them from getting Justin Fields or even Trey Lance.
2: I'm still holding out hope be- that the Falcons are going to surprise. Maybe it's not a surprise, but it would surprise be, it would everybody surprise. and take a quarterback tomorrow night. And first of all, I think they should. And second of all, yep. if they take a quarterback, we all assume it would be Justin Fields. Yep. So, it could be Trey Lance as well, which would stink. So, the way it would work is that Lawrence and Wilson go 1-2. Three would either be Lance or Mac Jones. I think it's Jones. You, I'm,
0: I'm all in on it's Jones. Did you see Shanahan's press conference? He almost seemed defiant. He seemed mad at the media. Like, comments like, you guys don't know what you're watching. Like, comments like that, you know what that reads like to me? that he's he, already ready to defend the right. selection. He sees everyone not just in the media but in the league. Like there's source there are quotes from league executives, like people in management that are saying, "I can't believe it would be for Mac Jones." Like there's just no way. Right. Kyle Shanahan came off to me this week like he's mad at everybody for for thinking he's an idiot for draft for wanting to draft Mac Jones at 3. That led me to believe I think they're definitely picking Mac Jones. The odds are way in that favor. I think minus 300 on Mac Jones.
2: I just don't want to believe it, man. I just don't want to believe it. And so going back to my point, like if Atlanta takes a quarterback at four, the picture becomes much clearer as to how the Patriots do not get a quarterback tomorrow. Yep. And I'm afraid it's going to be Justin Fields. I wouldn't care as much if it's Mac Jones. I don't even think anyone really knows what or who Trey Lance is. All that could go any which way. Right. Like I of course I see the talent and I see the potential, but like the guy hasn't played football in mm-hmm. 3 years and I'm honestly if the Bills were choosing number 2 tomorrow and they didn't have a franchise quarterback, I think I would want the pick to be Justin Fields. I think I'd want him more than Zach Wilson. I think the mobility factor is there. He is super accurate. He's got a great arm. I think there's enough tools there and the success to go with it in college to make me want to take Justin Fields two overall over Wilson, over Lance, certainly over Mac Jones.
0: I am Lance. I'm all over the place on. Do you see Sal's question on Twitter? It was a really good one with I'll ever read it word for word with the following quarterbacks starting all 17 games for the Patriots in 2021. What's their record for each? And he had Cam Newton, Garoppolo, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance all listed. My answer was nine and eight for the top three, Newton, Garoppolo, and Jones. I think they're all there. We could argue about eight, and nine versus nine and eight, sure. versus seven and whatever, but I think they're the same team with Newton, Garoppolo, and Jones. I actually like Jones, by the way, I'm, I'm increasingly liking him more and more. Um,
2: Still, for his rookie season, real, I think that's real, about the same. Real quick, I think that Jones and Garoppolo would have better records than Cam Newton. Okay. By one game, two yeah, games? Yeah, nothing drastic, nothing but I do think okay. that Jones or Garoppolo on that team scares me in yeah, quotation okay. marks a little bit more.
0: Fields, I had them at 11-6. and six. I think Justin Fields is special. I think he is easily the second-best quarterback in this class. I think he's closer to Trevor Lawrence than he is to the rest of them.
2: That's so, interesting.
0: I would put Fields with the Patriots at 11-6. and six. And then for Lance, I just put no earthly idea. Right. <laughs> that could go any which way. If Justin Fields, if Trey Lance started all of their games next year, they could have five wins, they could have 12 wins, and I wouldn't be shocked. Like, that guy, that could go anywhere. Because like you said, he's played one season of football since like 2015. And I, I just don't know what to trust there. Like, just because Josh Allen came from a small school – and became this elite quarterback doesn't mean Trey Lance has to do the same thing. Right. Just because he came from the same school as Carson Wentz doesn't even mean he has to look as good as Carson Wentz. Like it could bomb out. It could look is that a good thing, by the way, or a bad thing? Bomb out. I don't even know what I was thinking. About. Honestly,
2: it could be it like could Carson all- Wentz, and then one season he's an MVP candidate, and the next right. season he is every he just wants his team just wants to get rid of him. Right. So Fields is though
0: the scariest option for me. And I hope that Atlanta does surprise us. I hope Atlanta takes him in four because um, I do think he's the second-best quarterback in this class, and I think New England, of those teams that would be looking to move up, is the most likely to pull it off. But, again, we need, we need teams here to help us out. Either Atlanta needs to help us out by either picking Justin Fields themselves or choosing not to move down at all. You, right. uh, you need yeah. Cincinnati to stay firm and stay at five. I trust. I trust that right now. Miami at six. I need to trust that they will not trade within the division. I would. Be, I would not believe they would move down to new, with New England. They
2: can't. Miami, hand, not a chance. They can't
0: hand the Patriots the keys. To that You don't guy.
2: want to be a punchline for the next right. fifteen
0: years. Yeah, you can't do that. Detroit. I'm, you. You like the comment I made on Twitter. I. I wouldn't trust them to water my plants. Right. I mean, <laughs> I think they are they, kind of a wild card, though. I, I think know. they
2: absolutely could take him if he drops. I'm not saying they would trade up. For a Fields or a Lance, but I think they absolutely could. I could see them taking one if he drops. I think, though, of all these teams we've talked about, they are the team I'm most worried about moving, trading with New England. I think they're the team I'm most worried about. Even though though they wanted to go up?
0: Even though they wanted to
2: go up. That signals to me they want to be assured of a top receiving threat, who is catching the football? Well, for Detroit.
0: See, I think of it the other way. That, that's right, though. Like they need a receiver. Breshard Perriman and uh, who else did they sign? Uh, Tyrell Williams. Yeah, Tyrell. Like, Williams. oh my God, their receiving core is brutal. But I don't.
2: They need. They need everything. They do. The, they. They're just a but terrible roster, top I, to bottom.
0: When I saw that report that they were going up to get Chase, that said to me they have Chase way higher than the other guys.
2: That's fair, because, because if, one of them is going to be there.
0: Yeah, unless they have it in their heads that they're all going to be gone by then.
2: There's no way. But how
0: does that happen? You need Atlanta to pick a receiver. And, and then, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no.
2: And then I think... And, and then Pitts would have been there. And then Pitts would have been there. You probably don't take Pitts, because so, how do you explain to your owner right. that you have two tight ends, your only talent on the roster? So,
0: So I'm led to believe Detroit values Jamar Chase way higher than the Alabama wide receivers, or else they would not have been willing to trade up. If they thought they were close, they would just sit there in seven and take the third guy, or even the second guy.
2: Yeah. Oh, Detroit. Detroit, Detroit.
0: I'm worried about them. I think they're a wild card. They could do anything. Them and Atlanta, those are the two teams you got to be most worried about, I think. They could make the AFC East a lot tougher going forward. 100%. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the phone number. We will transition some into what the Bills should do with the thirtieth pick. We've talked plenty about it. Um, I mentioned Elijah Moore at the beginning of this segment. I like that. Uh, I still like the Rondell Moore idea. We haven't talked about running back yet tonight. I do want to throw in that I'm I'm falling for a running back in this draft a little bit. Not for the Bills. But there's a running back in this draft class I'm starting to fall for, and it's well, not Travis Etienne.
2: You just want to move Rondell Moore to running back? Is that what you want to do? Well, that's is is that that your plan? plan.
0: I want to do a, I want to move guys. I, I, yes. We'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. It's Nightcap with Joe DiBiase and Brendan Keeney. This is WGR. Zach
1: Jones is third on my board, and he and Justin Fields are essentially tied. The thing is is that I think most media people and most people who are non-evaluators – they tend to overvalue athletic ability. When you go to the NFL Top 100 and even look at players, when they're talking about them on TV, what you hear, you know, eight times out of ten is, he's so fast, he's so strong, <laughs> he's so agile, so big, you know, and it's never a breakdown of, like, what he does technically or conceptually unless it's, like, the six-time All-Pro player that they interview and he's, like, he poses problems schematically because of the combination of these different things. So even players overvalue athletic athletic ability and it's easier to scout athletic ability and say well the conceptual ability will get better than it is to look at a guy who's got a dad bod like mac jones relative to some of these other athletes who has good conceptual skills but they can't tell you whether those conceptual skills will get better
2: matt
0: waldman rookie scouting portfolio his visit with Chopin the bulldog yesterday kind of led me to go watch some film breakdowns of mac jones I had already watched a couple, but he would not be third. No, he wouldn't be third on my board. He might be fourth. I'm more impressed with him than I thought I'd be. I usually am that guy that overvalues the athletic ability.
2: Listen, I understand his point, but there is no denying that having exceptional athletic traits gives you a higher floor. Especially in today's NFL. And a a higher ceiling. And a higher ceiling. Right. So if you are taking a swing at the fences like all of these teams are doing in getting a quarterback, why would you not want to draft a player with a higher floor and a higher ceiling? I mean, look at the, the recent trend in the quarterbacks that are having success, the quarterbacks that are being selected early and also having success in the NFL. They're athletes. They 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 have mobility. I mean, look at the only surefire bust from that 2018 class. It's Josh Rosen. It's the only guy who can't escape the pocket.
0: He was the only one that ov- couldn't overcome his situation.
2: And while Darnold is kind of a bust, I'm interested to see what Darnold does elsewhere. And he wasn't like abysmal like right. Rosen was. And I I think Darnold in a better on a better team and a better system, playing for anyone who isn't named Adam Gase would have been better. They're all athletes. I mean, Lamar Jackson is proving you don't even have to be good at throwing. And I think he is still good at throwing. Mm-hmm. But he has he's won an MVP because of what he can do with his legs. So, yes, I'm going to continue to overvalue how athletic you are in a league that has the top athletes in the world. Sorry. I. This is why I would go – I think it's crazy to go
0: Jones over Fields. It's San Francisco too, you know? Like, if I'm New England, I might pick Jones over Lance. Like, there's just – there's more of a – I'm more convinced Jones will show up and be good right away. Lance, to me, yes, has the higher ceiling. But if I'm a team that's ready to win right now, like New England, or at least try to win right now, like, Jones, to me, makes more sense than the big question mark in Trey Lance. But San Francisco doesn't have to deal with that big question mark. Fields to me doesn't have that. Fields is just so polished as a passer that he's got everything Jones has as a as a thrower of the football, but he's a souped up version of it. Not just the athletic ability, but the arm strength, off platform throws, like there's just more there. Right. And San Francisco is the team where it just doesn't make sense to me for Jones. Like I know the the play action part of it fits. And honestly, I think Jones will be good there if they draft him. Like I think he'll be good they might even go back to the Super Bowl like they did with Jimmy Garoppolo.
2: And I'm not saying does that, that mean that's the right pick for them. Right, that's what I'm getting at. Is I'm not saying that Mac Jones is going to be a bad quarterback in the league. I'm just saying I think you give yourself a better shot with someone else. Right. And why would you, why would you cap yourself? Like if exactly. you're Kyle Shanahan, exactly. Why are you going for the
0: same guy you've had? Like, don't you want to ch- see what it's like? If if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I'm looking at Justin Fields and thinking. This guy can make every throw on the field at any moment. And I've been the guy, yes, that can get the most out of every quarterback I coach. Why wouldn't you want to see what it looks like when you've got a guy with the traits of Justin Fields? Like It just it doesn't make sense to me. And that's why part of me wants to believe that they're just going to pull a fast one. And tomorrow morning, we're going to wake up to an Adam Schefter report that says, oh, change gears in San Francisco. They want Fields. Fields is in play. That would have to happen, by the way, I think. They wouldn't just show up to the podium and draft Justin Fields. Schefter would be pretty upset, I think, considering he's been the one really leading the charge on Mac Jones going three to San Francisco. And where does Adam Schefter get his information from? He's getting it from San Francisco. Right. So I think that would happen. But it's just, like, I want to defend Jones, and I also want to blast San Francisco for picking him at three at the same
2: time. Sure, I, I understand. Good. It's, it's not Ma- balance. It's not Mac Jones' fault that a team perhaps wants to draft him at three. But l- like you're saying about why would you put a cap on yourself, I agree with that. Like, I think Mac Jones' skill set is much more limited compared to Justin Fields. So why put a limit on what your offense can do? Mm-hmm. And that's what I think it is, and that's why I understand the Wilson hype. That's why I understand why Justin Fields has been considered the second-best quarterback prospect for, what, two years now? For this draft class? That's why I get why Trey Lance, even though he hasn't thrown— I I may have thrown more footballs in the last (laughs) three years than Trey Lance, and he's still getting—he's a lock to be a top-ten pick. Yep. Might go third. Might go third. If Jones doesn't go third,
0: I think it's probably Lance. What's funny is FanDuel Sportsbook, I read this today— they they will have the biggest single loss for their books history on any single bet if Fields goes third to San Francisco. Like there is I think I read 38% of the money is going on Justin Fields to go third overall. And because the odds are so long, they they'll lose more money on that bet than wow. they ever have before. I'm surprised that 38% of the uh the money's on fields. That's the most. I think it was like 20 something on Lance and like 18% on Jones. So I, that's 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 such an interesting pick. I, I wish the Jets hadn't told us that they were going to pick Zach Wilson. Or they hadn't told Ian Rappaport who then told us. That just that put a downer on the whole thing. I would have liked some
2: doubt with the second pick. Because Wilson to me, like I don't I don't understand why that is such a set in stone, right? Pick. Right. I don't, I don't like, either. why wouldn't the jets be evaluating right up until eight o'clock tomorrow?
0: That's why I don't believe San Francisco. I don't know if I believe San Francisco just decided. Schefter said today, today they decided. He said today, San Francisco decided on who to pick. Well, Bill Barnwell made a good point on Twitter. Uh, is Barnwell still ESPN? Yeah, I think so. Um, he said, if the 49ers really would have been happy with any of the five quarterbacks, Why didn't they just trade up to six, knowing the Bengals aren't drafting a QB? Why wouldn't they do that? Because they know, they know they've known who they wanted all
2: along. I don't know if they've known who they've wanted all along. My guess is that they had it narrowed down to three guys. Here's my guess: they knew Lawrence was going one, they knew Wilson was going two. They traded up for the third best quarterback in the supposedly the thirty the third best quarterback in this draft. And they wanted to. They wanted to make the decision on who that was. They wanted to be in the driver's seat, and they weren't willing to let someone, some other team, figure it out and just get the scraps of what's left. That I don't think that they knew who they were trading up for. You just think they had it narrowed down. I think they had it narrowed down enough. And here's why would you at that stage of the draft process do that? Why, like, once again, limiting yourself. What if you find out later on that you, you're you looking into it a little bit more and you're like, actually, I think I like this guy a little bit more. Like, why, why would you convince yourself that early in the draft process that's the guy we need? Oh, I'm so glad I just read this report.
0: There's, a, there's a report out there on the Patriots okay. that I really needed going into draft day. Dale Arnold it's from 16 minutes ago. Dale Arnold from Nesson. Tweets, what I've been told by a reliable source, Patriots are working on a new contract for Jimmy G that could lead to a deal with the 49ers. Same source who correctly told me Tom Brady had signed with the Buccaneers. Doesn't mean it will get done, but they're working on it. Please (laughs) let that happen.
2: If that happens, Joe, if that happens, I don't care if the Bills take the 200th guy on... The big bo- on Mel Kuiper's big board tomorrow at thirty. I tomorrow would be a win.
0: Light the pick on fire, and I will be happy tomorrow <laughs> if the Patriots trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, I would trade the Bills' thirtieth pick to have that happen. I mean, it, it it couldn't be a worse idea for them. I don't think. I don't even think. I don't know if he's better than Cam Newton. He's definitely better than Cam Newton. Are we sure? Yes. Uh, cam Newton you know like maybe he's healthy this year he wasn't healthy last year the, is a healthy cam Newton even the doubt, the the possibility that he's healthy I uh, just I I'm loving this so much I
2: that I would had kind of
0: given up on them getting Garoppolo because again I think they are they're in line to get fields what is a trade
2: what does a trade look like for Garoppolo yeah. What do you think? Well, what's the what, what pick do you give up for Garoppolo? A month ago, the report was San Francisco was asking for a
0: first. I think there dreaming. is just no um, way they're giving yeah, up no. the 15th pick in the draft. Uh, you know, a third? You know, be funny that yeah, because you know where New England's third came from. They lost their original third when they spied on the Bengals. Was it a compensatory um, pick? Compensatory pick that they got for Tom Brady going to the to the to the Buccaneers. Full circle. That would that, that close would be it all so up. Funny. That would close that story up. Oh, that'd be so great. I oh I hope it happens. I hope it happens. P- please let it happen. Please, 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 please let that happen. Oh. 8030550 is the phone number. I'm very happy right now. It, it's it's not even happening. Like it could happen, though. And it's I It's just
2: what you needed to,
0: I needed to be it. excited. I needed it. Hey. All right. Um I forgot what we we're gonna talk about next segment, but I'm sure it's gonna be great. So come back for that here on the Nightcap on WGL. <laughs>
1: it's really a eight or nine player draft after the quarterback so if you're the Detroit Lions you'd love to move back They you don't have a lot of picks in this draft class for a rebuilding team and a front office, that's brand new. But if you leave that top, let's say you have you know eight first-round grades that are not quarterbacks and you move to 15, now you're on to your second-round grade. So I think the Lions may find it hard to move past 12, 13, but the Panthers have more first-round grades. I think they've got a good pulse that they do move to 13 with the Chargers or 15 with the Patriots, they can get a guy. So I think the Patriots-Panthers trade makes a lot more sense. The Lions may not want to do Matt Patricia any favors.
0: The one trade I am worried about between Carolina and New England would be involving Stephon Gilmore. Carolina needs a corner. They could pick up Gilmore. They could add whoever they'd get at the 15th pick because they do have other needs. Um, I still think Carolina probably sits there and takes a quarterback if they they do that. But maybe none of this matters because... We went to break. Joe DiBiase, Brendan Keeney here on the nightcap. Dale Arnold from Nesson says that the Patriots are working on a new contract for Jimmy Garoppolo that could lead to a trade between the Patriots and 49ers. Um, and he did point out it's the same source that told him that Tom Brady had signed with the Buccaneers.
2: Very intriguing. Would change everything for everything. the draft. Where does Fields go right. if New England doesn't do it? Is Chris Sims on something? Is he going to fall to 32 or no. wherever he had him? To? I know he's not, but... I mean, honestly, what was that, by the way? I kind of dismissed it because I thought someone was just being
0: was just pretending, like to was making fun of him or something. But no, that's real. He, he actually thought it. He mocked. What is he doing? Oh, Phil Sims or Chris Sims? Chris Sims. Chris,
2: what are you doing? Chris is a smart quarterback guy. That doesn't mean he doesn't like him. He was just projecting where he thought he was going to go. I just I, can't. I, I cannot see him getting past Chicago and Washington. Right. Could you imagine? Or, had or come the on, Bears. Like, what about Pittsburgh? <laughs> What about Pittsburgh? What about Pittsburgh? If, the, Bears, the Bears. The Bears would be really come funny. Come on. If the, if he was sitting
0: there at 20 and the Bears took a tackle or something, like, oh, my, no way. That would just be the most amazing thing to ever happen in football. Um, the Chicago no,
2: Bearsiest thing to happen would be that them would be passing on, on Justin, Justin Fields. at 20. Because they had Andy Dalton. Yeah.
0: Oh, my, no way. Um, but where does he go? I wonder. I'll look at the odds on that because there are odds at DraftKings on where his exact destination will be. How about Denver? That Denver. Denver
2: might stop his slide if he just lands at the number nine pick. Would
0: you pick them? Would they be your cho- your choice? Ooh. Like who's going to be the favorite Ooh. when I go looking? Well, New England maybe still will be because they won't be updated.
2: Um, let's see. Who would be my favorite? I would. Th- I still, dude. I still think. The Lions. The over under on Fields is pick seven and a half. I still the think the, the Lions, man. You would pick the Lions? Makes too much sense. It really does. They they got a cap dump in return for Matt Stafford. Right.
1: Like but let's it's, but let's it's not Dan Knee cap Yeah, Campbell. I know,
2: I know. I would say either the Lions or the Broncos. Right now, I'm I'm gonna go with the the Lions. Here we go, Justin Fields draft special.
0: Favorite to draft him, New England, plus 200. Let's say they go Garoppolo. Next is Carolina at plus 300. I could see that. that among the teams willing to, to to move off their current guy, even though they just got Darnold, I'm going to go with the team that early in the offseason said that their owner was obsessed with getting a franchise quarterback. That obsessed owner won't care that they spent a second-round pick on Sam Darnold because then they'll just turn around and trade Darnold for a third or a fourth somewhere, you know? I think they would be the team that would be the favorite. I agree with that. Atlanta and San Francisco are tied at plus 500. Denver and Detroit are at plus 600. Washington, plus 800. The Bears, plus 1,000. The Eagles, plus 1,200. Maybe the Eagles would come full circle. The Eagles moved down from
2: six, and the report was it was because they couldn't get Zach Wilson. So that'd be a very interesting trade for them. Move down and then move back to six. (laughs) Well, no, not move back to six. (laughs) They just flip their picks back. Yeah, no, but no, Miami would have to. What about Philadelphia taking them? And they, I, they could convince themselves that it was a great value move. You still got Justin Fields, and you picked up a first round pick next year. Uh huh. I think you could. And here is the other thing: there are so many holes on that roster that Eagles roster, where, like, can you convince yourself that taking a corner over Justin Fields is better for the long-term success of the organization? I don't think you could. Unless you are that gung-ho about Jalen Hurts being your starter for the next 10 years. And they should not be. They shouldn't be. I would want to get a look at him, but not in the
0: name of passing on Justin Fields. Um It'd be funny if they move back up. They really go deep, by the way, in these odds. You can go every 32 teams you could bet on to draft Justin Fields. What are the Bills odds? Plus 50,000. Is that 50,000 or 500,000? It's got to be 50,000. Yeah. How many zeros are there? There's, there, there's, See, it's it's like small print, so there's a lot of zeros in a row there. Um, <laughs> but it's 4 zero, so yeah, 50,000. So you would 100 to win 50,000 if the Bills did it. Um, the Chiefs and Rams are also at that. That's funny, uh, Trey Lance. By the way, we gotta get going in a second here, but Trey Lance. The odds on for him plus three hundred to San Francisco, plus four hundred to Carolina, New England plus four hundred, Denver plus six hundred, Atlanta plus seven hundred. Same with Detroit and Washington. Um, and that's it. They don't have any Mac Jones specials apparently, but you can bet on the third overall pick, and Mac Jones is a heavy favorite, minus three hundred five. So, yeah. all right, well that's it. Draft day's tomorrow. We're exactly 24 hours away. One more sleep. Roger Goodell will be introducing us just about this time tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, I will be on with Nate Geary tomorrow, providing draft coverage to you, as I will on Friday and Saturday. And me and Brennan will, of course, recap the draft next week. So come back for that next week, and we'll talk to you tomorrow here on the Nightcap on WGR.